Hi, everyone. This is Luke Bensey, uh, the Managing Director of the Washington, D.C.-based consulting firm, Security Management International. And I want to welcome you to the Global Security Consultant Podcast. This is the first episode of season number two. Um, I honestly can't believe that there actually is a season number two. Um, you know, it's it's funny. I was just thinking about this today. I, I started this podcast last January. Uh, I started in the first week of 2020. And I'm, I'm just thinking back, my God, how things have changed uh, in a year's time. Um, now, now, interesting enough, back then, back then just being 12 months ago, I was actually renting, believe it or not, a $3.5 million beach house uh, on Siesta Key, Florida. Now, if you're not familiar with Siesta Key, it's about a seven square uh, mile island and it's off the coast of Sarasota. Um, it's if, if you're looking on a map, it's on the West Coast, about a, uh, an hour south of Tampa, uh, and speaking of Tampa Bay, uh, go Bucks! I hope that uh, Brady and the Bucks can can win here next week. Um, but yeah, no kidding. Uh, a year ago, I was living on a uh, it was a beach shack. It was on a, a bluff, a twenty foot bluff overlooking the Gulf of Mexico. It was a full acre of land uh, that I had. I, I always kind of joke that if you remember watching the old Magnum PI. TV show for for those of you who remember the old Tom Selleck show. Uh, he lived on that big estate. Uh, it was kind of like that, but without the big mansion. It was just, it was literally just the guest house. Um, so it was it was very cool. It was built in the 1920s. I mean, it was a shack. It was like a Jimmy Buffett bungalow, uh, but there was a, a big picture window in the living room that looked over the uh, the Gulf of Mexico, and I could see dolphins jumping every day. Um, you know, at night I could stand on the dock and, and watch the sunset. Uh, and when the sun did go down, I mean, I, I was all alone out there. It was pitch black. You, you had the stars, uh, that were extra bright at night and you could hear the, the waves crashing on the rocks. I mean, it was really cool. Uh, <laughs> it was, it was good living for sure. Uh, you know, the only reason that, uh, my wife and I, we, we moved out of there because we, we bought our own home. Uh, about a mile and a half down the road from this one, uh, it, it was much cheaper, <laughs> of course. It wasn't $3.5 million. Uh, but we did become very good friends uh, with, our, with our landlords there uh, on the beach, uh, who, in fact, are, are knocking down the little shack and building their big dream home on it. So I'm glad we're, we're still friends with them and, and can, can go back uh, when, we, when we want to. But, uh, you know, anyway, I, I tell you this, uh, you know, because geez, if you think about it, so much has happened um, to all of us. I mean, not just me, everybody's experienced the the good and the bad uh, with, with 2020 behind us now. And, you know, and, and for me, it, it, it's mostly been good. Uh, personally, I am a, I, I'm a very optimistic and I'm a very positive person uh, at all times. So I think I got through it better than most. Um, now I'm not going to go into my, my personal life or anything like that. Uh, I never cared too much about business podcasts, uh, podcasts that, that strayed too much off the, the topic at hand. Uh, but what I do want to say about 2020 and, and what it taught me personally, uh, was about the value of being home more, uh, and spending more quality of time with family. You know, for, for a lot of you listening out there, you're probably a security professional. Uh, and a lot of you probably spend uh, a lot of time outside of your your home country, whether that's the United States or in Europe or some other place. You know, I, I lived down the road for for 20 years. You know, I mean, um, 
I didn't travel because I, I loved it so much. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I, I did, and I still do enjoy travel uh, a lot, but, uh, you know, I traveled so much mostly because it paid the bills. Um, and, and usually it paid pretty well. It still does being an international consultant, uh, or even an international defense contractor pays very well. But, you know, now that I've gotten older, uh, and I, and I'm, you know, I'm in going into year 11 with, with my company here, SMI, um, you know, you, you can't be that, that road warrior, uh, anymore. Uh, so you have to be able to revamp the business. And I think thanks in large part to COVID, uh, you know, I, I'm learning uh, that that I'm still able to to make money without being on the road nowhere near as much, uh, especially six months out of the year. Uh, so therefore, what I thought we would talk about in this podcast today, this inaugural season two episode, um, is talk about what's what is your value po- proposition as a cons- as a security consultant? Um, you know, can you still be relevant if you're not standing nose to nose with your client on some other continent, thousands of miles, thousands of miles away from your, from your loved ones? Um, so I recently did, uh, I did season two of our, of our free, uh, playbook video series on our website, which is completely free. If you go to smiconsultancy.com, but, but I did the first episode about that, uh, on this same topic about value proposition. Uh, and it got a, a very positive response. And, you know, I thought that I would address it a little bit more in, in this uh, first season two podcast. Um, you know, and, and what I find, too, is podcasts in general, uh, people, the hosts and people you're interviewing, uh, they're usually more open uh, in podcasts than they would be, uh, you know, in a video series or even a, a Zoom interview, anything like that. Uh People tend to be more off the cuff, I think, when they're not, uh, you know, visually on camera. Uh, so per, per the request of uh, all of you, my security colleagues that wrote into me, uh, let's have a little bit more frank discussion about your value proposition. Um, so, you know, when I say value proposition, let, let me just be clear about that. What I mean by that is what are the, the services or, or products, if you sell products, what are the products or services that you offer your clients and how do you establish trust with them in order to be their, their go-to guy or gal for all things security? Uh, in essence, how do you demonstrate ongoing incremental or increasing value uh, as their consultant? No, none of us want to be one and done. You know, we, 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 we like our, our services to be ongoing. We want us to, our client to call us again and say, hey, you're great. I'm going to call you in the future when I need you again or you know, next month or whenever it may be. And I'm also going to give you a referral uh, to, to my friends because, uh, you know, I think you did a great job. So what I want to do here is I, I want to talk about something that is called the value slope. Um, now, this is not my invention by any means. Uh, in fact, this was something that was taught to be by my uh, business uh, coach, a gentleman, Alan Weiss. A lot of people probably know of him. I mean, uh, he's, he's probably the two uh, go-to consultants, consultant out there. Uh, but he taught me about the value slope, which is different than the value ladder. Now, we all hear of the value ladder. You know, that's when you move your customer up in a series of small steps from a small priced, uh, you know, product or service to a more expensive one, to a more expensive one, till eventually you've got them on retainer or the big ticket item 
you know, wh- whatever that is for you. You know, some people call it stair-stepping the client. Uh, you know, you hear these things moving them across the the bridge or the valley or the chasm. Uh, you know, I, I, I personally, I, I don't like the idea of climbing necessarily upwards as much with a client. Uh, it reminds me too much of, of pushing a rock uphill and, you know, all these, these books on sales will, will tell you this, but in real life, you know, it's, it's tough to move a client, uh, up. Uh, so, so I just want to change your thinking here a little bit and talk about moving them down a, a slope with you, because I think moving them downhill, uh, is more about using momentum uh, to, to get larger contracts or retainers or whatever it is, uh, that you're, you're thinking about there. So, so the easiest way to, to think about that, I mean, if you're thinking, I, I drew this up in the playbook, this is the thing about podcasts, you really can't, uh, <laughs> you know, do visuals, but, uh, think of it very simple. Think of a, uh, a double axis chart with a, a, a slope going down or just think of just a, a snow, a uh, slope to begin with, a slope going downhill. Let's just keep it really simple. So at the top of your slope, you, you're you introducing yourself to the client at the top of this hill. And the way that you introduce them yourself to them is what? Maybe they, uh, they get something from you in an email. Maybe you cold call them out of the blue. Maybe you met them at a, at a function, a trade show, whatever. Uh, all things that I really kind of gotten away with uh, from my marketing, but, but let's say they go to your website and they download a free white paper. Okay. That's, that's step one. You, you've, you're pushing them, you know, just off the, the edge of the, of the ski slope there. They're on their skis. They want to slide down, but they're standing right at the top and, and you're there to kind of help push them off a little bit. So maybe they've seen your red white paper. They've seen some videos on your website. Maybe you've got them. Then you move them to a free webinar. Uh, or a video series, something like that. So, so now they're starting to get accustomed to your your content, as it were. So now, after they've they've engaged in these these free uh, product services items, educational marketing is probably the best way to 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 say it. Because again, they don't they don't really care about learning about you. I think that's the big misconception that people have is is that it's about you and your years of experience as a security professional or your years, uh, you know, in the FBI or the you know you achieve the rank of colonel or general or something in the military. I mean, all very impressive uh, credentials, which certainly, you know, bolster your bona fides. But at the time that a client is learning about you, they don't care. What they care is you're going to give me free stuff. How can I take this free stuff that you're giving me and apply it to my own life to improve my situation? That's it. That's it. All that other stuff, you know, your credibility and stuff, believe me, it's a huge factor. That'll come in later though. Initially going down the slope, it's what what's in it for them, the old term with them. So now maybe you've given them enough free stuff and now you're going to say, okay, let's put a little skin in the game. Tell you what, if you pay me $100, $1,000, $500, whatever it is, I'm going to give you a an online training course, four hours of a course online, something like that. Uh, or maybe I'll do a paid webinar. Uh, for you, something uh, like that. So now they're putting a little skin in, they're putting some money down on the table and now they're expecting, okay, I saw your free stuff. Now what happens when I pay a little bit for it? 
So now you've got to go big with the content. Now you really got to give them some good red meat that they say, wow, that was one heck of an ROI I got for $500 or $1,000 or whatever it was. Um, this guy's really good. So from there, you can just continue pushing them uh, down the slope. So, you know, then you move into what I say is, you know, the $2,000 to $10,000 range. This is where you're talking about, okay, you like that? Tell you what, my speaking fee is $7,500 plus my business class travel. And I will come and I will speak to your team on this particular subject about whatever it is in the security world. My thing personally, I talk a lot about, uh, you know, the counter espionage for the business travelers, how to protect your travelers from hostile foreign intelligence services when they're overseas. I might talk about the Carver method. Uh, I might talk about how to be a uh, an entrepreneur transitioning from the government sector to the private sector. Whatever that is, if I come out and talk to you or your team for one hour, uh, or if I even do it on Zoom, it'll be $7,500 minimum plus my travel. So now during that time, they're spending some uh, good money. I mean, it's not huge money in the sense of a corporation would spend, but it's good money. So it's got to be worth it. It's got to be impactful. It's got to mean something. There's got to be huge takeaways, things that they can act on that when they walk out of the room, they've they've gotten better. They've gotten value for their money. As Warren Buffett used to say, or still says, you know, fee is what you pay, value is what you actually get. So you've got to give them value. So once you've done this, and I'm not saying you have to go do public speeches or anything like that. Maybe there's some other service that you offer. I don't know what it is uh, specifically that that each and every one of you do, but you know, but then you can move up to let's say to the twenty-five thousand dollar range. So what can you do for twenty-five thousand? Well, in my world of consulting, uh, you know, you can do more comprehensive training. You can do some due diligence projects. Uh, you know, you can do some some one-on-one -on -one coaching, things of that nature. Then you move up a little bit higher. Now you're talking about the fifty thousand to let's say one hundred and fifty thousand dollar range. Now you're talking about are you doing some threat and vulnerability assessments? Are you doing maybe some reviews of their emergency response plans or their crisis communications plans? Maybe you're just doing some generic consulting. Maybe you do organizational behavior. Maybe you do strategy. Maybe you do leadership. I don't know, but you should be in about that fifty thousand to one hundred and fifty thousand dollar range if you're doing those type of, of services products. Products, you know your products, and you know what things cost. Uh, you know, maybe your entry product is fifty thousand dollars instead of a hundred bucks. I mean, it's very possible, but you understand what I'm saying of moving down the slope by increasing uh, increasing the value with an increase of price. So now you're getting into the quarter million dollar range, the half a million dollar range. Now you're talking about doing some bigger consulting projects. Um, you know, maybe you're doing a virtual CSO program. Maybe you're selling a software. We have software that that we sell as a as a product at SMI, part of our Carver software. It's based on a, a licenses by the number of facilities you might have. So now you're getting into the two hundred fifty thousand dollars. This you know the the larger kind of numbers. So now let's say you get higher, seven hundred fifty thousand dollars, million dollars. So now these are big projects. Maybe this is now we're moving into the defense contracting realm. Now we're talking about government contractors putting butts in seats. Now we're talking $750,000, million, $2 million a year to put contractors, let's say, over at a government facility because they have security clearances or they have certain experiences, things like that. So basically, as you're moving down this slope, you're moving from free to smaller range products to you get to the bottom. And that's what we call the vault. 
And the vault is the access to your smarts. It's your, your big ticket items, services, whatever it is. Hell, that could be selling your business to somebody could be, could be your vault. Uh, if, if that's the way that you, uh, work your business. Now, a couple things I want to, I want to say here, you can move, uh, down the slope even faster. So you don't have to go step by step, you know, pay bracket by, by bracket here. Uh, you know, value fee by value fee, you can actually hit what, what's called acceleration bumps and, and go from a white paper to a $1,000 training to $150,000 consulting project. Uh, I mean, it happens. Uh, you have these accelerators. You don't have to go step by step. You also could get what, what we call people parachuting in. They just, they skip the slope altogether and they just parachute down to your vault. Now, this could be something you work a large project for a client uh, you do a hell of a job. I mean, let's say you're doing uh, security for the Super Bowl or, you know, we used to do for large events, uh, the World Cup or, or the Olympics or something like that. Those are, those are big ticket security uh, consulting services, you know, millions of dollars. You know, they come around every so many years uh, and the client calls you back or another client says, hey, I heard that you did security for this uh, company over here. We heard you did a great job. We'd like to hire you as well. So you, with referrals, now you're getting the parachute business. So people are just dropping into your, to your big ticket items. So, so that's what we're, we're talking about when we're talking about the value slope and what is your value proposition. Now I'll talk more this season. I talked about it last seasons about value-based fees. Uh, I'm, I'm completely against hourly billing whether you do executive protection and say, oh, that's the way, or you do consulting, consult by the hour, or due diligence, or even the butts and seats model. I'm telling you, hourly billing is not only is it dying, it's just dead. It really is. And if you're still doing that, you're a dinosaur. And, and, and frankly, it's just unethical. You know, it's, it's unethical. You only benefit by billing more hours. So your client's always going to look at you sideways and 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 say, "Oh, come on! Did you really build these hours, or are you just you know milking me here? You know, are you just running the meter?" So I, I always like to say, "Hey, client, this is what you're going to pay, flat fee, no surprises. But you know what? This is the value. This is the ROI that you're going to get in return. And we're not going to deal with you know hourly. I don't even deal with really per diems or, or expenses much anymore either. I keep that stuff." to a minimum. So, so we'll definitely talk about that more, but when we're talking about your value proposition, this is a good place to start. Um, so un undoubtedly, I'm sure that you understand this by now. If you still want more information or if you need to see a visual, please go to our website, www.smiconsultancy.com. Go to our online courses and you'll see the free playbook. Uh, and you will see this is the first video in season two. Uh, so you'll learn about that. And, and really what we're talking about here at the, at the end of the day is this is just establishing, establishing trust with your client uh, through continuous and momentum generating demonstrations of value. Uh, that is what we're talking about with the value slope. So I want to thank you for listening. I want to wish all of you out there a very prosperous 2020, uh, 2021. Um, and again, I'm Luke Bensey. I wish you all the best. And as always, stay safe and vigilant out there. Take care.